0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine, specializing in the treatment of infertility by a natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naturna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So today we are talking about an issue that plagues so many women. And you know some of you might not care about your periods other than you just don't want them to come because you want to be pregnant. But I figured we'd dive into the issue of painful periods because it's a sign of something going on in your body. And it's a sign of something that should be addressed because contrary to what you might hear from your doctor, um, painful periods are not normal and they do not have to happen. They are an underlying sign of inflammation and something that can be corrected in most cases. Okay. So menstrual cramps that can't be explained by a structural defect or a reproductive condition also known as primary dysmenorrhea, occurs at some point in almost half of all menstruating women. According to the American Congress of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, these cramps are caused by increased inflammation and imbalanced levels of prostaglandins, which are hormone-like fatty acids that stimulate the uterus to contract during the period. The change in levels of prostaglandins is triggered by the decline in progesterone that happens just before the period arrives. Changes in prostaglandin levels can cause more intense and frequent uterine contractions, compressing nearby blood vessels and cutting off oxygen to the uterus, thus causing painful cramps and discomfort. So for most, if not all women, there's the issue of the prostaglandins, which are, you know, related to inflammation in your system. So when I'm approaching treating menstrual cramps, I'm always addressing the inflammation, but there are other factors in the conditions that I'm about to list, inflammation is still playing a role in this. So it's pretty much always applicable in cases of, cramping periods or painful periods to address inflammation. And that's why, you know, we're talking about it on a fertility podcast. like, if you have painful periods, you have some inflammation, we need to address the inflammation because inflammation can lead to issues with your egg quality, with implantation, could be a sign of something going on with your immune system, could be hormonal imbalances, for example, like estrogen dominance or progesterone deficiency or both. So we're going to get into all of that. So structural causes are ones like endometriosis. It's a gynecological condition in which endometrium-like tissue is found outside the uterus on other structures throughout the pelvis, including ovaries, fallopian tubes, bladder, pelvic floor, and even in severe cases, the bowel. Because you can, like, fuse your, basically your, maybe one of your fallopian tubes or ovaries to your bowel, and then you can feel pain when you're having a bowel movement. can go all the way to your diaphragm, um, liver, lungs, and even your brain. It's, it's basically an autoimmune condition. It, it travels around and, and breeds this strange tissue that grows and causes pain. Untreated endometriosis can lead to adhesions, chronic inflammation, chocolate cysts, cysts that are filled with blood, um, and internal bleeding. And it can lead to really excruciating pelvic pain. Other signs might be backache, bowel symptoms, it might be confused with things like IBS. Everybody experiences a ton of pain with their endometriosis. I have a lot of patients that live... A very clean, clean diet or like a vegan diet and they don't feel any pain. So there's this whole kind of epidemic of silent endometriosis these days where it's still causing some issues behind the scenes, but that you don't feel it. Other causes of painful or heavy periods, fibroids, big, large growths in your uterus that emit estrogen and cause a lot of bleeding. Polyps can do that, but to a lesser degree than fibroids. Pelvic inflammatory disease, also known as PID, which is generally caused by infection, could be an STD, could be something else. Um, it can even create scarring. A lot of the time, it just leads to inflammation, painful cramps, can cause issues with implantation, like fertility issues. Um, there can be structural anomalies, like if you have an oddly shaped uterus and you know the blood doesn't flow as easily, that can cause pain. So those are generally your your causes. In naturopathic medicine, there's this uh, concept of estrogen dominance, and estrogen dominance is basically an imbalance of the ratio between estrogen and progesterone. Estrogen dominance can lead to like bad PMS symptoms, a lot of rage, mood issues bloating, like big boobs, feeling like you're wearing a fat suit, painful cramps, like can be as severe as like PMDD, you know, premenstrual dysphoric disorder where your mood is like really, really dark. And there's a lot of this if you've been through fertility treatment because you build up more and more estrogens in your system. And if you haven't taken charge to really eliminate them, then they can be swirling around. You can also have a lot more estrogen if you have an estrogen dominant condition like fibroids or PCOS or... Um, endometriosis. Uh, It's worse with constipation because you excrete estrogens through your bowel movements. It's worse if you don't have a gallbladder or if your liver is not functioning that well because, again, we need to excrete the excess estrogens. Your detoxification systems have to be working well. And if you've done IVF and had a bunch of extra estrogen in your system and it's just kind of hanging around, uh, you're going to have worse PMS, more issues with inflammation. So, Western medical treatment for painful periods is generally like painkillers, birth control, but they're not treating the underlying cause, obviously. So, you know, as you know, with this podcast, I'm kind of like, you know, when your body's talking to you, listen, right? Because you can do all the procedures in the world. You go through a bunch of IVFs. If you A lot of the time, if you don't address the underlying cause, the IVF may not do anything. You may not have success. And then you're going to be a lot worse off emotionally, maybe financially, So before, you know, going to the big guns or at least simultaneously while going to the big guns and doing more medical intervention, address the basics, your diet, your lifestyle, um, supplementation, herbs, like doing acupuncture, things like that can be helpful. Ladies, I have worked for years to put together a guidebook for this crazy fertility journey. It's called the ultimate fertility guidebook. It contains all of my secrets, my hacks, Everything to do with herbs, supplements, how to integrate acupuncture into your fertility treatment, how to eat for your cycle, how to eat for IVF, basically everything, natural fertility and IVF, how to understand your hormones, how your body works, what mindfulness practices to do, how to exercise, everything is contained within these 300 pages and it is now available for sale on Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Target, Walmart, and all the other online outlets and in stores. So the natural treatment for painful periods is reducing inflammation via the diet. So removing or reducing inflammatory foods such as processed food, junk foods, fried foods, alcohol, high sugar foods, artificial ingredients, artificial sweeteners, gluten, and dairy. decrease your intake of red meat and incorporate more plant-based protein into your diet such as beans and lentils Um, and you know especially avoid red meat that's like done on the grill and that's not grass-fed but really red meat should be very infrequent like one or two times a month and in small quantities eliminate trans fat trans fat is poison it's like hydrogenated fats uh, margarines, things like that. Look on the back of packaged foods. It's often appearing in packaged foods. Um, reduce caffeine and switch to green tea if possible and other herbal teas like raspberry leaf and nettle, uh, red clover. these are good for painful periods. Reduce sugar. It's everywhere. Look for low sugar recipes or you know, use uh, more paleo baking and sweeten with like banana and applesauce and maybe a tiny bit of maple syrup or honey. Uh, Use milk alternatives and avoid cow's milk. Uh, We just like the the dairy in this country is just full of hormones and issues and it's pasteurized. We don't digest it that well. Um, So really just I would stay away, to be honest, especially if you're struggling with hormonal imbalance. Replace all white refined flour and baked goods with more like whole grains and seeds and healthy fats and things like you just don't want a lot of refined grains in the diet. Incorporate anti-inflammatory foods such as uh, an alkaline diet, high in vegetables, some fruit, culinary spices like ginger and cinnamon are really great for painful periods. You can also do oily fish. That's anti-inflammatory. Nuts and seeds. Uh, Flax seeds are amazing for painful periods. Better if they're ground or if you ingest the oil. Keep them refrigerated because their oil is very volatile. Olive oil is good. Ginger is particularly good. Um, There was a randomized placebo control trial looking at the use of ginger for dysmenorrhea, which is painful periods, and researchers used 500 milligrams of ginger capsules three times a day, uh, and they found that the severity and duration of period pain in the group taking ginger was really amazing. I think ginger is really magical, especially during the period. I will warn you that if you have a heightened appetite, ginger can heighten your appetite more supplements magical for this issue. Hands down, my favorite is magnesium. It's basically one of my first prescriptions for period pain. In most cases, the results within even just one cycle are mind blowing. Magnesium helps to regulate muscle contraction and relaxation, including that of the uterus. It's well documented in use for this particular issue. Magnesium, because it's a muscle relaxant and we're relaxing cramps, (laughs) you end up basically just not feeling them as much. Fish oils are amazing. A high dose of omega-3 fatty acids um, are highly anti-inflammatory. Work directly on the prostaglandin issue. Studies have actually found that omega-3 is better than ibuprofen in the treatment of severe uh, dysmenorrhea or period pain. Zinc, it is really helpful in terms of being anti-inflammatory. It's also good for cases of estrogen dominance. It's good for skin issues if you're getting breakouts premenstrually, but zinc is is a mineral that I would recommend for this. Other nutrients that can be helpful are vitamin B6. You can try um, ground flaxseed for getting your bowels moving well or some iron triphala, although magnesium honestly gets your bowels moving so well that that would be again, still my top recommendation. Exercise produces endorphins and natural painkillers. It also cleans your body. It moves your bowels, helps your liver unload junk. Um, and you know this is really any form of exercise. So move your body, move your body, move your body. If you have period pain, you don't have to do hardcore workouts. Just make sure you're at least walking and maybe elevating your pulse and maybe sweating a little bit a few times a week. Um, heat application, I'm sure many of you are just doing this naturally. I especially love heat application with castor oil. That can be amazing. If you put the castor oil, it just reduces inflammation. It can break down growth. It can um, slow down growth or at least reduce the size. So I really recommend that. But some herbs are helpful. I honestly find Chinese medicine to be the best. And I like formulas like shue fujuyutang, xiaofujuyutang. Guija fooling one. all of these sound like, I'm sure, like crazy names for you. You can always email us at the Naturna Institute um, if you need links to purchase any of that kind of stuff, or I can do a custom formula for you on junkjuicemagic.com. Individual herbs that you can use at home are uterine tonics like raspberry leaf, um, angelica, blue cohosh, and beth root, spasmodic herbs, or things like cramp bark, peony, wild yam, black and blue cohosh. Circulatory stimulating herbs: cinnamon, ginger, ginkgo, ginseng. Anti-inflammatory herbs like turmeric and ginger. I honestly haven't found that any of these on their own like create profound effects. Like I would say, go for the magnesium and definitely drink some raspberry leaf tea. But I, I don't think the individual herbs uh, quite do the the same have the same effect as the Chinese medicine herbs. And the Chinese medicine herbs are not only amazing for the inflammation and the pain, they are incredible for your fertility. Yoga, this is kind of in the movement category, but a study published in 2017 in the Journal of Body Work and Movement Therapies concluded that women who practice yoga 30 minutes per day two days a week for 12 weeks at home had a significant improvement in menstrual pain and physical fitness over the control group. Another study published in 2017 in the Journal of Alternative and Complementary Medicine found that half a yoga practice was associated with, with reduction in levels of chronic pelvic pain in women with endometriosis. Yoga's magic. It's magic for your mind. It's magic for your body. Magic for your spirit. So, in conclusion, period pain is something that's just signaling that there's some inflammation and some unrest in your body. You're not metabolizing hormones properly. Um, maybe you have a bit of excess estrogen. Maybe your progesterone is deficient. If that's the case, we would want to um, also address stress levels with mindfulness and maybe herbs for that too. Herbs like ashwagandha, maca, chasteberry berry are really great for that. So those individual herbs I find um, very powerful, Chasteberry, berry, maca, ashwagandha, um, and those work on your mind and on your hormones. And so, you know, don't ignore this. Um, You know, you you don't want to focus on your period because you're more focusing on getting pregnant, but this is just a sign that something's a little bit off and that you could address it and that might bring you closer to your baby. Hope this was helpful. Until next time. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community and I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at, @naturna_life Naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.